All right. So if you're still subscribed to this podcast, you may be a little surprised to be seeing it pop up in your media player. You know, I'd had a lot of fun recording one with my two brothers, with my dad. I was missing one with a, a very important VIP. You know, some might say, you know, the most important VIP right up there. Uh, my mom, Dana Fulmer, uh, she want to talk about relaxed retirement, some things that she'd be doing to keep herself busy. Uh, we were way overdue on recording this. It was a ton of fun. You can see uh, where a lot of the warmth and the cool kind of global thinking I feel fortunate to have comes from. So I want to thank her for taking the time. Hope y'all enjoy. Thanks for tuning back in and uh, maybe we'll make it a little more regular again. Talk to you later. All right, so we're back with Broker Brett Radio. It has been a while, but we had uh, another VIP we had to get on here. I was lucky to record some podcasts <laughs> with my brothers, with my dad. I had to get the uh, the original influence. How you doing, Mama Fulmer? Good, good. <laughs> I'm glad you waited to last. I listened to your podcast. They sounded really good. Yeah, the, the best for last, you know, how to... Uh, Get some good influence on it. But um, but yeah, we figured it fired up. You know, one thing my mom had talked about was just having a relaxing retirement and kind of the perspective of, you know, being off the grid a little bit. And you had some reflections on, you know, what it was like to be living good when you finally wound down after 47 jobs and graduate <laughs> degrees and everything else. Not that many jobs, but yes, I I look back and, and my sisters always said, how did we do it? I felt like I was on a hamster wheel. Now that I'm off, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. So we're talking about like what the printing brokerage, you know, I even forgot about that. social worker. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Going back to school after teaching low income area, getting a master's, you know, three boys playing sports, you know, it was a lot. Team mom for everybody. You know, I mean, dad was coaching, but team up for everybody as well. And uh, teaching after school programs when I was teaching. Yeah, regional center for 15 years, 20 plus years for um, teaching. Plus, going, like you said, going to school at 47 was quite a, um, a it, nice, really nice to look back on that I did that. Yeah, know? it was awesome. Got your master's later. Um what do you think was like the trick? I mean, from my perspective, I would just say sort of like expectation, like we were sort of expected to help out a little bit with the laundry or do whatever else, or, you know, we're all kind of self, a little bit self-reliant, you know, kind right. of give us all some yeah. sturdiness. Well, I think the other thing was that I hate to say it, we didn't, ha we had, you were expected to help out, but it wasn't like you had to meet a really high bar. Not that it was at low bar. No, that's a good point. But it wasn't like we weren't demanding parents in that regard. You helped out. We did it. Um, I have to credit dad, though, as being the best salesman ever, because all he kept saying is, you could do this. You could do this. I remember that was his mantra. You could do it. It's no big deal. We can do this. And he helped out a lot. You guys are not fussy kids. Um, easily, I remember... One of the things that was cute and you and Todd wanted to be on your own. So it was nice that we could do that for a few hours of the day and, and trust you guys. And it wasn't, and you know, you were latchkey kids before it was popular. Yeah. <laughs> but no. for a very, very short time. I mean, dad was there. I was there. We, but you liked walking to school by yourselves. You liked doing things. And it was, that's my memory. I mean, it might've been more supervised than that, but you guys are easy kids to really, I mean, and being self-sufficient, I think, so, you know, you were 
easy kids. That's all there is to it. I mean, the major difficulties were not major in comparison to most of our friends. So, yeah, no, it's funny. And I found a lot of good salespeople. I know they were kind of like latchkey kids and stuff too, and just kind of like wired to be a little bit independent. Um, we were independent, but there was always like, we knew where the adults were. We knew what, like what the phone right. numbers were. It wasn't like we were just, you know, no, you weren't isolated. And it was, yeah. like I said, maybe it was for an hour, half hour at a time. It wasn't like all day. There's or- a neighbor we could always bug. Yeah. yeah but- but there wasn't, it wasn't all day. I mean, it wasn't like yeah. we left you for the day and, you know, came back at night. I mean, there was some supervision all the time, but it was interesting. It was just, I think dad's overhearing it, but I'm, I'm serious. The, looking back on it going, that was just what you did. You didn't yeah. think of, I, that's what, just what we did. That wasn't something we thought about. Dad talked, you know, was a great salesman and sold me on the fact that he would help out so much. And he did. Now, just sort of jumping ahead, now that he, I had to help him out because of his surgery, I noticed how much he does do, so I'm exhausted. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's funny. Um, and then one of the themes we were talking about kind of before hitting the record button was just the relaxed retirement, kind of going from all that busyness now to helping out with your your fur, your fur grandbaby, Everybody, yeah. helping but out I, a little bit at church. Yeah. Well, one of the things I think the relaxed retirement I really had to get up early for work for a number of years. So to be able to sleep in is just golden. And I'm talking sleeping until seven. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to get up at six for, you know, when it's dark, I'm done. So I think just sleeping in has been nice. Again, helping. Um, that was what the list of things I was going to mention for um, retirement. It's been nice to be able to help any of my adult children with anything and not having feeling the pressure of having to, you know, squeeze it in between something. So mm-hmm. meeting up with you guys, meeting up with and helping out Todd has been wonderful because it gets me outside. Otherwise, I'd be inside watching TV, reading books and and doing my sewing or my knitting. So <laughs> Go hang out the daily, buddy. daily, I get to yeah walk a, a you know, uh, Bronco and then uh, it's been worked out. It's worked out really well. So it's got me on the walking path and getting outside and walking and. Um, enjoying helping him out and he's really good if I can't go walk Bronco he, he'll find something else or somebody else to work it's not like it's you know holding him back but it's adding to my life and like I said I like it's nice to have the flexibility to do kind of things I want to do now that mm-hmm. are just you know and then I kind of like to read a lot so being home alone and reading has been a real real I would say fun activity for me I mean, I and now in a book club with ladies from Texas, and that's been oh, cool, fun. And um, what else? Just and then uh, was a I've never done any athletic endeavors at all on my own, so this is the first time I found hot yoga and cool. met my hundredth class goal before I even hit a year doing it. Oh, nice! That's awesome. I didn't realize that. Yeah, so it's been. It's been fun. I've never done anything athletic. I mean, the most athletic thing I did in my what I call my other life was play volleyball with my family. And even that, I stopped when I dislocated a thumb. So we were done. <laughs> well, and you're always a little bit of a runner, though, too. And I feel like yoga is kind of a similar, like, not solo journey. Like, you're in a class with people, but you're really doing your own thing. That's true. I Yeah, I forgot about the running. That's right. But it wasn't that. I mean, I did running, but it wasn't. 
as consistent as I am with this yoga stuff. That's cool. I'm really happy. Yeah, you found yoga and kind of the blood flows. You know, you know, me and Jen are into it too, and it's just such a nice holistic thing. Um, and then you've been doing some volunteering too, right? Like putting a lot of hours over at Rose Drive. Yeah, initially when the COVID came, they called me to help out, and that was very challenging, but a very rewarding type of few months of running the pantry for them because everybody was afraid to go. And um, we did that, you know, dad helped out a little bit too. And we did that for, I would say four to six months, maybe it was a little shorter, but Mm -hmm. it was a nice, 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 uh, you know, getting the supplies, putting the tables out, helping the people load it up, seeing that things got done. And then when, when they were able to go back to business, I was done with that because I didn't want to be doing the other regular stuff. I like being in charge. There you go. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. So then I found another volunteers. Um, now it's called uh, Not Just for Tourists. Okay. And it's easiest volunteer programs uh, gathering slightly, gently used suitcases to send overseas to third world countries. Oh, wow. And then the new one is Charity's Closet, but I'm just a sub, so. There you go. There you go. Keep yourself yeah. busy on the uh, the donation, kind of the, the nonprofit side. Um, yeah. And then what are the kind of things, I feel like this is a little bit of a pull, but I've always appreciated your perspective on, you know, kind of my work stuff and my sales stuff or for Kyle, for Todd. I feel like you've always had a really good, like, global insight on things. You've always had a few different perspectives you can pull on and kind of deeper you're not understanding, but kind of seeing our, our corners and our opportunities. I've always appreciated the way you viewed, you know, what we're up to. Well, I like, I, I'm very, you know, I like to back you guys and I think you're doing a great job. All three of you, all five of you are doing a great job and very proud of my adult children and um, support you in whatever way we can. So it's, it's been awesome to see the growth. Yeah. Yeah. We all just have like a lot of different responsibility. It's kind yeah. of cool. You know, a lot of people trust us to execute on things and be on top of, you know, what's in front of us. Yeah. So it's been nice. It's been nice to see the growth in everybody. And, you know, that was, that was our goal. And that's always been my goal to have you guys be successful and it's coming true. So it's really yeah. nice. One thing I always kind of comment on, people will say, you know, me and Kyle and Todd are pretty nice, you know, pretty down to earth, pretty fun. Um, I was like, you know, I always say that you and dad, though, just were nice to everybody. Like, it doesn't mean you want to call somebody a knucklehead later, but I've never seen you guys be rude to anybody, short to anybody. I think like the whole modeling (laughs) side of stuff is like underappreciated, you know, so. Well, I think that we do credit ourselves and we're polite to each other, too. I think that's the key is that I'm very proud of how we treat each other in front of people. And it's behind the scenes as well. So it's the same thing. And it's cute how um, you picked up on that. And we try to be as nice as we can to anybody. And, you know, sometimes it's not 100 percent, but. We try, we try, and thanks for acknowledging that. <laughs> yeah, no, of course, of course. It's uh, it's funny how it still always goes back to the simple things, you know, be polite, be on time, be prompt, you know, do what you say you're going to do, you know, all that's the same, you know, basically. I could pick rules. out what dad said, you yeah. know, be on time and do what you say you're going to do, and me is to be nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cute. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I really appreciate you, you responding to that. That's nice. 
Yeah. And the one thing I always kind of mention to people, I know, you know, growing up a little bit of ADD, dyslexia, having some school challenges, you guys always had my back and kind of made sure there's never really any like victim mentality. You know, right. there's a little bit of stubbornness and toughness and, you know, pulling bit. yourself up by your bootstraps. <laughs> a yeah. little bit. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the other thing is that we, everybody has their challenges and everybody's not perfect. And there's, we're all going to grow in some way. And I think you did a, a remarkable job in I mean, really remarkable job. Um, and you had your challenges later in life, so it was tougher. But you obviously, you know, overcame it. And it wasn't, it wasn't, I mean, the other thing is, it was just something that, right, you power through it and you do it. I mean, we didn't expect anything less of you. So mm-hmm. um, we all have the challenges. <laughs> and speaking of that, as taking my master's degree and, and working in education, I found out I was dyslexic as well, right, when I was getting my master's degree. <laughs> so that explained writing backwards on the chalkboard once in a while. <laughs> well, and I do think, like, you have your really cool global insights of what we're up to. I do have my, like, strengths and weaknesses. There is, like, the abstract side of the brain where it kind of connect dots, you know, see things that other people might not see right away. It can kind of graphs the whole picture, you know, better than most, you know, and sometimes you have a tough time with like very specific smaller details, but yeah. But I think the other thing is that we were impressed when you were in high school, how much artistic uh, ability you had. And I would like to see you come back and nurture that sometime. That was very impressive. Oh, and um, that was very impressive. It, so it we is, have some of that uh, art in our house. Our yeah, no, that's true. That. appreciate that. <laughs> um, for me, it's funny. It was almost like a creating itch and then also like competing. And it's funny. I have to remember this because sometimes you feel more up in a season or down, you know, in entrepreneurship, whatever else. But to me, a lot of it's like creating and competing. You know, I think art was just an outlet in a way for like a big engine. Um, and I feel lucky and I got to remind myself unfortunate that on the entrepreneurial stuff, like I have an output to kind of keep competing and, you know, just have to have fun with it. You know, I can't take it all too seriously, even if you feel like you're in like a down season, you know, right. Like keep right. grinding. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. I think, but that's the other thing that uh, hopefully we still too, is just keep working. There's no, and not overwork, but just keep plowing ahead and, and making progress. That's it. You know? Well, it's kind of funny, um, not to bring it back to Pops too much, but the whole Sisyphus kind of grind of it. You guys definitely didn't sell us on like a, a fairy tale. Like we didn't think everything was like owed to us. We didn't expect things to be easy. You know, you guys were always very transparent. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a bit of a grind, but it'll be worth it. You know, you're going to have to fight to get things done. Um, I think having a couple of parents that went to a really good state school, but something like Cal State Fullerton where you know, you just have to show up and do your thing. No one's going to make excuses for you. You're responsible for yourself. Yeah, I think that's how we sort of approach the world and seems to be helping, you know. Right. Well, I think the other thing is that looking back on it, too, we didn't put the pressure on you guys to go to specific schools or do specific things. I mean, Todd graduated college at 27. You went to Cal State Fullerton and Kyle ended up at Boulder. So... No, um, a flag set or no, uh, Colorado State. I forget the city. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it wasn't like we pressured you into, and and but the whole idea was that everybody had to graduate from college. Yeah. Was, the, was the pressure that was that was the thing I remember that it was 
um, very important to do that. And everybody did. And so it was just really proud that everybody had their, has their degree and again, doing well, but yeah, we just expected you to do well. And we didn't, you know, shower you with, with, uh, like everybody didn't get a brand new car. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. That that's was a you. Good story too. Yeah, the Jetta. <laughs> Hand me down, Jetta. That was fun. Um, to me, I'm kind of, you know, it's funny. A friend of ours, Stanley, talked to me a little bit out of chasing down a private school like APU. That would have been pretty expensive. Uh, San Diego and Cal State Florida was pretty good bang for the buck, and pretty lucky to be a, a bike ride away from you know a really oh, cool yeah. top school that we probably underappreciate because it's in the backyard, you know. Yeah. And I was proud too. all of you all, you know, moved out on your own and had your independent time. And that I was talking to Todd the other day and saying that the only regret I have really is not moving out before I got married. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that's a pretty good life if you could say that's your only regret. I mean, that's really basically the only thing I think I wish I would have done because I didn't travel till I got married. I didn't, but I were, you know, we did a lot of things, but, um, uh, and it's hard to make myself individual because we've been together for so long. So it's hard for me to say, but I'm learning to do things that I like to do mm-hmm. and uh, being more my own person with that along. So that's nice. But, you know, um, yeah, I mean, really the only regret I have is so far is that I didn't move out before I got married. <laughs> well, and to your own person thing too, I don't know like how many people relate to it, <laughs> yeah. but um we're pretty tight knit family, you know, like almost moved to the barrier <laughs> one time. Like I think we sort of identify as like a little bit of a, a clan or a cluster, you know, like we, we are our own people for sure, but there's a little bit of familial, you know, obligation. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. it was, yeah. I mean, that was also to jump around a little bit. Um, that was really evident in our family trip to Hawaii this last summer when couldn't have done better if we tried. I mean, yeah. oh my gosh, everybody had a great time. Uh, just, it was amazing. And all the different, everybody, there was, it was nice. I mean, from my perspective, it, it was really, um, couldn't have gone better if we tried. Almost have to drop the mic and, okay, that's it. No more. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was funny. My joke ahead of time, uh, I was like, there's a lot of type A big bulls, you know, like, you know, dad's like competitive sales guy, older brother's like college athlete, younger brother's college athlete, like everyone's, you know, six foot plus. Um, <laughs> like that's a lot of personalities shoving into SUVs and stuff. I think it went pretty darn well. You know? oh, oh, Kyle, I have to call Kyle back. <laughs> there you go. Speaking of. Yeah. yeah, Kyle, we'll call you back. I'm on a podcast with Brett. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with Brett. <laughs> Well, you're not supposed to answer the phone when you're in the podcast. Okay, sorry. Bye. 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 <laughs> Show how tight-knit we are. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Good tight communication. Yeah. It's funny. I, know. I, I was trying to call, talk to Kyle like three times a day and told him to call me back because I was doing stuff. The reason, too, I had to call Kyle back is I submitted my book to make a class set for a friend of mine. Oh, cool. You know, a little children's book that I wrote. Oh, right on. That's yeah, awesome. So, yeah. So, so. No, I see creativity at <laughs> different adventures right now, you know, just kind of dabbling, kind of creating your own little kind of world of what you want to do. Yeah. It's yeah. cool. Yeah. So I thought I had put the phone on mute. So sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> All right. So we hit a few good points. 
Uh, do you have any other kind of words of wisdom of, you know, raising three boys or, you know, busy household, anything you'd want to part to? Well, people? it's relax, re- relax, retirement is a theme. So I was saying to do what you like. Also, don't rush. Enjoy the time off. Um, act, um, for me, it was interesting to have to find some happiness in being alone because mm-hmm. I'm not that kind of person. But now that I have it, I really like it. And find activities that you enjoy and do it. And don't let anybody, um, like, I like sleeping in. I mean, I think part of my retirement, I think. I enjoy sleeping in. And I um, just enjoy trying to find some extra challenges in, in volunteering and hopefully getting back into the classroom to help my friend. But if that doesn't work out because of COVID, they're not allowing people in the classroom. I, I miss that. But to do things that don't necessarily cost. And also we're traveling a lot. Travel as much as you can with whatever budget will allow you to do. That was that's nice. I really enjoy that a lot now. So yeah, that's cool. No, kind of give back and keep adding the experiences. I didn't realize you wrote a children's book too. That's awesome. <laughs> Well, I'm on my second one, so. There we go. <laughs> yeah. This could almost be like a little press release for the books. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to give it to my friend and see what her class. She has a, a third grade class that has reading abilities from kindergarten to seventh grade. Oh, wow. So we'll see what. And they're supposed to critique the book. And what I did that's different is that I made it a self-illustrating book. So the kids get a book, but they have to do their own illustration. Oh, that's cool. I like that a lot. Yeah, that's fun. So, and it doesn't matter. I mean, it's their book, so they have to do it what they want to do, not the teacher. And my friend's a very A-type teacher, so I have to make sure she doesn't tell them how to do it. (laughs) That's funny. And I think there is a little bit of that. you know, self-journey, kind of direct your own path, like enablement. I think you always did a good job with us too. There wasn't, wasn't a lot of structure. Definitely goof, you know, dressed ourselves and got funny haircuts, you know. <laughs> no, I think, I think to give, yeah. Well, I don't know about, yeah. Well, you got to cut your, yes, you got to have your own haircut. Um, a good example of the dressing was Todd who purposely mismatched his clothes because he was, um, against all the granimals at the time <laughs> and the granimals was the matching clothes well he he uh you know wanted to go against that and said okay i gotta mismatch everything as <laughs> always gets the grain good toddy yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah i yeah we did allow you guys to take whatever haircuts you wanted and sometimes it was good and sometimes you're like okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's funny that's cool but uh no, i appreciate you taking the time to share some stories today some little directions on you know relaxed retirement some advice for people yeah just you know enjoy the peace and quiet enjoy your own time and uh find out what you like that's what i'm trying to do so there we go no perfect all right it took us way too long to record this one but we'll have to do it again we'll have to Get you back on if you're not too busy after <laughs> well, after what, the publications. Yeah. That's one thing I like to do is talk. That's the other thing. So exactly, <laughs> exactly. All right, stay out of Jen. Definitely love you. Thanks for doing it. Talk Bye. to you guys later. Bye. <laughs>